Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Spike's Car Radio, here we are. Happy summer. You guys having a nice summer? Or are you uh, victims of the Delta variant? I'm sitting with two Delta variants right here, Zuckerman and Matt Farah, <laughs> two Jeremy... Uh, I'm not going to swear. Emmer Effers, as my kids say. And it's nice to be with you all. Uh, hope you're having a nice break. It seems like a lot of people are uh, on break here in L.A. I didn't have a bad drive over here. People are on vacay. They are. Is my this, business is very slow. Is this the week Every, where people... Everybody's away. I know so many people went to Hawaii. So many people went here and there. The, the Hawaiians are really pissed that the L.A. people are coming. Yeah, and I, wouldn't, and like, I don't blame them. Coming. We don't want you here. <laughs> I have to say I'm in a great mood because everybody's gone, and I'm getting to enjoy one of my favorite cities in the world, Los Angeles. And, it's and nice. remember we driving are. around in March 2020? It's the greatest. It was awesome. I mean, yeah. it was the greatest. Empty yeah, I got roads. three tickets in I know, one I month. I got the biggest <laughs> ticket ever. Yeah. <laughs> and we're happy to be with you. Uh, we, we're we're going to talk about a variety of, of, of vehicles today. I want to start with uh, Ducatis. You mm. showed up on a Ducati. I did. I have uh, the Ducati Scrambler Night Shift. Do you like it? Named after the Commodore song, Baby on Is the it? Night Shift. No, it has nothing to do with it. It just means it's black, right? It's just a reference for older folks who like the Commodores. Um, I... I'm not really going to say much other than this bike is fantastic. It's really cool, <laughs> it's right? It's yet another great Ducati bike that I've driven. It is is the it is the best selling of any Ducati. The Scramblers. They're really they're really very cheap by Ducati standards. They're eleven thousand yeah. dollars. Eight hundred cc bikes. They are a no frills, no problem. Just get on it whenever you want and drive it. Uh, I, I just got off mine. I, my son wanted to go for a ride on it. I threw him on the back. It is one of the, just the nicest. Little motorcycles, yeah. isn't it? And I rode the desert sled. Ver- you know, the Scrambler comes in like oh, four did. flavors. Right, there's five, like a flat, oh, five maybe. Yeah, yeah. There's like a flat track one. Yeah. There's this night shift the night one. Shift there's a cafe sled. one. Here, I can tell you what and they then all the are. The desert here. sled I like because it's taller. So if you have longer legs, there's the Icon Dark. Icon. The Icon, and I think there's two desert uh, deals there, not but just it's like, one. They do a lot with one with this. They the flavors help. But how? I mean, the night shift, you'll see it on my Instagram. I'll post a picture right now. It's, it's really just a beautiful bike, and it's one of those. It's funny. I have it next to the, uh, the uh, Triumph Bonneville 650, my 66, which is the same personality, this likable, simple little deal, mm. right, that you just want to get on and bomb around the neighborhood. I, I mentioned it on Instagram, so forgive me if you heard it before. I, when the kids get on their bikes and electric bikes, I get on the Scrambler in shorts, <laughs> a bike helmet. <laughs> You're and, really and leading have, by example. Yeah, and, and no no shoes. And just, you know, putter around. It, that's how easy this thing is to enjoy and ride. And You want to ride it around a coca farm in Colombia or something. 
Do you, you think if Ducati is the is the is the premier preeminent motorcycle brand right now? Um, I think so. I think they share that space with BMW. Uh, BMW owns the adventure touring space, the GS motorcycle right now. I mean, there's hot competitors, the Harley Pan America. And well, the R9T is much like this bike yeah. in likability and ease of use, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with either one of those bikes. If, I, I think they do, Zuckerman. I mean, it, it, right about when you and I started, I'm not saying there's a correlation, but right about when you and I started riding these things, they doubled their sales. <laughs> and, I don't, and I'm not saying that's because we were chatting about them, but I think we immediately noticed what... Uh, and again, I credit the German operation here because now uh, the Volkswagen, the Volkswagen owns Ducati. AG. Yeah, just like you know, suddenly Bentley just went up a level. Ducati, in my opinion, went up a level, and these bikes are all fantastic. And it's a cool to... factor to Ducati. I yeah, think but, it does I, sound but Zuckerman, cool. yeah. Yeah. you would get on this bike, and immediately you're just in love, right? And Scrambler's not really for me because I want something a little scarier, like you know, the the it's street a good city fighter bike. Though, what's really that? Really good city bike. Well, this bike, every time I see it in the garage, it goes, hey, come on, man. Are we going to go for a ride? <laughs> and then you go, yeah. yeah. And, I get, and I get on it. And I just, I'm riding the hell out of it and loving it. What did you come over on today? I came over on the new Monster. Yeah. So Ooh, the Monster yeah. in Ducati world is a step up, one step up from Scrambler, right? Yeah. It's made yeah. in Italy. Mm -hmm. It's not made in, I think the Scramblers are made in Malaysia. Um, uh, the Monster's made in Italy. It has an all-new frame, so it no longer has that trellis frame. It has a new integrated frame. It's 40 pounds lighter than the old bike, which in motorcycle world is a fucking ton. That's like taking 400 pounds out of a car. Um, it has a 937cc engine that makes 111 horsepower, which in a V-twin is ripping. That's a ripping engine in a V-twin. And this thing is this, is, this thing is really fast. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not a V4 fast street fighter, but it's really fast. It's fast enough. It's really yeah, it's light. It's another easy bike to ride. And it's got the bike. name. It's a it's a Ducati monster. And and mm. when I, someone my size, you know, if you have if for the three people out there that have no idea what I look like, I'm six three and two hundred and sixty pounds. Mm. Me to ride this thing, it's like a really fast Grom. Almost. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It feels like it's that light. I mean, it might even be under three hundred pounds. It's so light and agile. And you can just and it's it's this might be the best motorcycle I've ever ridden. Actually. Really, I might be. I think it's get like objectively the BMW 1200GS is probably the best motorcycle from like an overall everything quality, speed, and comfort and features and da da da, and da, da right da, da. right. But like as far as like oh I might actually spend thirteen thousand dollars on this. Yeah, this I rode this for like ten minutes. I was like oh shit, this is some other because this yeah. thing has the quick shift on it. So once you're out of first gear, no more clutch, up yep. or down. It's awesome. Ducati should be handing off motorcycles to each of us, by yeah, the way. They probably should. <laughs> because we're big fans. Do you have trouble, like I do, either of you, with an inability to see whether these motorcycles look cool. <laughs> I put the pictures... Uh, first of all, I can't find an angle on them when I'm trying to photograph them. And I, I kind of don't care how they look. I yeah. care how they ride. But I'm always surprised when someone writes under the post. They go, "It's it's ugly," and I'm like, "How how can you tell?" I, I think yeah. Ducatis are good looking bikes. Yeah, they're I beautiful. Like, I like the I like how modern I mean, they are. I like the aggression. 
I like it. But can you, any motorcycle, can you tell if it's good looking? Like, I don't know that the I only really know. The bikes I, I know are the ones from the 60s, the, the exactly. old choppers. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Those There's are some cool. where I think it's really obvious when it's really good looking. But there are also- others that are like brutalist, where they're aggressive and that makes them good looking. Yeah, they're aggressive, they're modern, they're like, you know, the, the trellis frame, that outside painted frame that Ducati used to have. Yeah. It, I'm not either a purist. Keep, I don't keep care it or don't keep it. I, I don't know. It doesn't really affect my love of the machine. Well, when people when I posted the picture of this monster, three or four to one, the comments were, but it doesn't have the trellis frame. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> I never wrote like I never I never associated the Ducati yeah. monster with a trellis yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's their V twin city bike. Right. That was it. It wasn't like trellis or no trellis. So it's like when you know when Porsche went air cooled. There were people, or when water cooled, people up in arms, right? But I liked, at the time, I was 20, 20 years old, I liked Porsches, but not so much that I was bothered by it. Right, right. That's me now in Ducati. I don't care that it doesn't have a trellis frame. I don't either. Fun! But again, so I fun. think we might just be novices and Maybe. beginners to the hobby Maybe. and have uh, a beginner's opinion. But it's funny. It always makes me laugh. Well, anyways, these bikes are great. Go yeah, out, they're awesome. Go out and get one. <laughs> go out and buy a the bunch of them. The monster rocks. Yeah. We, we're going to ride on Sunday, right? We are. Let's you, go well, to You want to do the thing that I've never done but always wanted to do, which is switch bikes in the middle of the ride sure. and try the other bike? Yeah. I mean, I've already ridden the monster. Oh, I, you, uh, you rode yeah, the monster? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I like it. It's, okay, it's cool. great. Then, then we're good. No, let's have a nice cruise out there. We'll meet at the Shell Station on uh, Sunset. Right. And then and cruise up. And you know why it's going to be good to be on bikes? Because they're still trying no to shut us down. <laughs> no problem at <laughs> still. Country Mart. And we can just go around the barriers as Dr. we Man, like You know, my, my Lamborghini broke down there last weekend. I, ever, I saw 25 pictures. Yeah, because I you, sat there. I had to sit there for four hours waiting for a truck. I thought it was wait, two. Wait, what was that your, was the estimate. The wait, wait, actual wait, 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 wait. Malibu Toe has a flatbed. They didn't have a flatbed. They could get your... It, there, let's just say that the processes of communication with the dispatch had broken down. Are you ways. saying tow truck drivers are high? Not this one, but the dispatcher <laughs> definitely was. Usually, you know it's wasn't like high? calling nine one one. Very grumpy. <laughs> what, what, Four what? hours to get your car. It's so, a lot. Now I don't have your patience when when that something like that has happened to me in the past. I leave the keys with a broken car and say, "You find this thing and bring it." I'm I'm out. I, I couldn't leave the keys in a Countach. He, not where he was parked. In, fr- I saw. in front of Bills? I can't just leave it that It wasn't in there. front of Bills. It was in front of the It was in front of the Shell station. But, but I think yeah. everybody... But it wasn't moving, was it? No. I but, think uh, everyone listening is wondering what was wrong with the car. We believe that the coil, ignition coil, took a poo, which is not a, right. a huge problem in a 30-year-old car. Who you is just, we? We... So, so when you break down on a Sunday... In front of Bills or yes. adjacent to Bills, you have two kinds of people. Everybody sees you. Two kinds of people interact with you. People who hate you and are mad at you because they think you're the douchebag who parked their red Lamborghini illegally, and they have no sympathy for the fact that you That's might hilarious. be there involuntarily. Someone some threw a wet paper that. towel at my car, <laughs> splatted on it. <laughs> it was him. Yeah, it was no, that I guy. Mean, you, I you know, you, know, you then, deserve it for something. Maybe not breaking <laughs> right, down, right. but for something, we're sure. Probably. But and then people who And then people who wanted to, to chat indefinitely. And, yeah. and and then a couple of people that knew how to work on old Italian Yeah, cars. there's a car show going on. Right. So, so did anyone come over and help you? 
Yes. One, the first person that came over was driving a red Lamborghini Countach with gold wheels. We wheel. saw Identical that. to mine. We no saw kidding. that. Uh, yeah, that crazy. was on Instagram. Cool. And he works on his own car, and he got as far as pulling off the ignition wire, having me crank it, and determining that there was no spark. Ah. Beyond that, with no tools or anything else, there wasn't much he could do. I said, thank you for your diagnosis, and goodbye. He left. Then this dude Damien came over, who you guys have actually met. You may not remember his name. He drives his white Diablo. Yep. He's been he's I been there a yeah, bunch. Yeah, sure. He's the son of this guy Franco, who was a famous Franco's European yeah, car. Yeah. He was the son of that guy who now also works on old European cars. Okay. He came over with a small set of tools. Yep. And he diagnosed the problem to the coil itself. He then got the car to start and run for like 10 seconds. Oh, wow. And then it died again. Wow. And so it, there was nothing we could do without And where point. was Donnie Calloway? In fucking Paris. <laughs> Him in Paris? <laughs> or he's in Europe. He's coming back. You have to 10. say who Donnie Calloway is. He's the he, guy, guy he's who a works mechanic. on our cars. He's a mechanic. The guy who works on my Italian cars. Yeah. He's, he who has a passport and left the country. Yeah. Yeah. He picked up the phone when I called him. Even you're stirring at, up shit, Zuckerman. Look, I know what you're doing. You're stirring up shit. So anyway, it took a long time to get a flat he picked up the Donnie picked up a phone. He said, get a wet paper towel and then drive five and throw it at him. <laughs> hey, let's talk about every plate. Every plate. Experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's best value uh, meal kit. Every plate makes home cooking easy and affordable as much as cheaper alternative to takeout, but just as delicious. Think of it this way. One meal from every plate is the same price as one cup of coffee. Not kidding. One cup of coffee. One meal, one cup of coffee. Where? Where? Which kind of coffee? Dunkin' Donuts? Getting dinner on the table used to be a challenge. Now let every plate plan, shop, and deliver everything. Zuckerman, you make fun of this. We have it. We had it at the house this week, and Erica cooked every night again, and it was delicious. You need to cook a delicious meal at a delightful price. And you might not know it, but there is insane, insane uh, inflation going on on food prices. But not with every plate. Recipes come together in about 30 minutes. Definitely faster than a trip to the grocery store and starting a meal from scratch. Every plate provides easy-to-follow recipe cards and pre-portioned ingredients so you can spend less time. Um, let's see. Host must address a minimum of three bullet points. I did. I did or do the that. vegetables. I did. Uh, personal experience required. Okay. Um, on Wednesday, the every plate box arrived at my house. And as I've said before in this podcast, you've met my wife, a delightful uh, blonde woman, very put together, rarely thinking about, can I cook dinner for my husband? She cooked dinner for us three nights a row, in a row again because she loves this company. And it was great, Zuckerman. Meatballs with tangy sauce. It was really amazing, and I'm really impressed with her, and I love you, honey. And thank you, Every Plate, for getting my wife to cook. Now you two can try Every Send Plate for money. just $1.99 per meal, guys. One ninety nine per meal. Just go to everyplate.com and enter the code SPIKE199. It's not. It's not my favorite car. This code is Spike one ninety nine. What's it's it's nine nine one backwards. Spike one ninety nine at everyplate.com. Getting started with every plate for uh for just one ninety nine per meal. Try going to everyplate.com and entering the code Spike one nine nine. Ferris, wait. That's up to a hundred dollar value. There you go. Every plate. We love you, and thank you for getting my wife to cook. And food for inflation, Ferriston. Remember the last time in our lives we had food inflation in the seventies? No, no. Don't you remember when Hamburger Helper was a big thing? 
Hamburger helper was good. Yeah, hamburger helper was in the 70s with food inflation. We didn't have every plate bringing fresh food at $1.99 a meal. We were told to bring, get hamburger helper to mix it in. I, I went to my instead little instead of like a five pound meatloaf oh, like yes. you did in the fifties. Yes. <laughs> it's it's insane right now. You know, you, I, I went to my little Brentwood place that we go to get. You, you don't do all your shopping there, but you, it's you know it's family owned. It's been there forever. It's got and and uh, and I get some almond butter. It's twenty two dollars, <laughs> twenty two for a jar, and I go, what the hell is this? And we're the almond capital of the world, right here, California. Yeah, they're and using she, our water yeah. to yeah. grow those almonds. The cashier yeah. gets the peanut butter, twenty one dollars. You know, it's not Jif, but the Jif was like ten. I don't know what's you know. Then I go to Trader Joe's, which I love. Peanut butter's two dollars and ninety nine cents. What what's hap- What is going on there? That's a pretty big Sounds difference. Sounds like in, Brentwood real estate is out of control. But, Someone you know, then, Matt, Brentwood it's, not, it's not Brentwood. I, I've been reading about the peanut butter stories across the nation. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because this I went into... the peanut butter thing? This was the... Peanut le- butter gouging. This, what about the peanuts? What about just peanuts? Wait, wait, though? listen. This was the leading inflation indicator for food. Peanut butter. Was p- peanut butter, as far as I know. Yeah, peanut butter just suddenly... It was the first one during the pandemic that went crazy. The canary? It was the canary. Sugar, coffee, flour, it's all going up. And suddenly, then everything else went up, and now you can't get out of a grocery store without paying $1,000. It's insanity. Thank God for every plate. Well, every plate's great, but also Trader Joe's. They're not one of our sponsors, but that place they rocks. Should be. At this point, they You had a bunch ha- of Trader Joe's in your house to, uh, in your house tonight, right? I yeah. just saw a bunch, and I loved it. It made me like you more. Well, really? Which is now, like, but on a scale of 1 to 10, it's like 2.5. I like I like Trader Joe's, but they're salsa. If, if I'm going to get salsa from I like jar, that salsa. Paste picante. So I'm sorry. Okay. Paste is the best. Old school. They have the, the picante. They have the green stuff. Those sauces are from New York City. Hey, let's remember that commercial. <laughs> should we do a whole Trader Joe show at some point? I would love we to do, do one that. In a Trader Joe. We I'll, should do I'll, one in Costco with the, with the <laughs> with. <laughs> guys, are they still selling Rolexes in Costco? Have you seen any recently? The I had to do I, Rolexes. I had to go That's in there weird. for a little bit of reconnaissance because poor old lady got crushed in one of those places. So I had to. <laughs> 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 and what kind, of, what kind of recon? I had to see what their operation is like there. And by the way, I so don't... So wait, ha- what did the poor old lady get crushed by? You can't just say she walked in there. What do you think people get crushed by there, Ferris? Did? Giant I don't know. Pallet, pallet, pallet jacks full of produce. So uh, a this, pallet fell on her. Didn't fall, They smashed her into a in column. No fucking <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> laugh. Just tell us what happened, sir. I can't say too much, but, <laughs> but I realize... I get to Costco and I'm supposed Smash to meet Co. somebody here, yeah. and I and I don't have a Costco club card. Oh, I, I, I don't think I've been to Costco in my That's life. It's a long so, time, yeah, yeah. So, like, thank God for the internet because I, I looked up a hack. How do I get into Costco without a card? And in California, you can buy booze in a Costco without ah. a card. Oh yeah, they have yeah, to somehow sell it. So, <laughs> the the friendly person. I, I went in there with this lawyer. Friendly person. The friendly greeter <laughs> said, what are you here for? I said, booze. Then we went and did our reconnaissance, and we were leaving, and the greeter said, you didn't buy booze? She goes, you won't get it anywhere cheaper. I said, no, no, no. We had a fight, and we have to leave now, <laughs> and we're going to go home and fight some more. <laughs> that got us out of there. You know what I love Thinking, about Costco? The $2 hot dogs are still sticking with that. Oh, Their yeah. food is great. <laughs> This is real old man talk, by the way. Us reviewing grocery stores. But have you have you guys seen them selling Rolexes in the Costco? Yeah, yeah, before? yeah. 
the gray market ones that you can actually return after six months with no yeah, receipt? Yeah, it's gross. Because really? it's Costco. I Costco guess... return policy applies. And they're real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like weird, funky, gray market, ugly com- color combinations, but they're legit. Yeah, but that's going to ruin the experience. Part of the fun of buying a Rolex or a, a watch yes. like it is the buying experience. The luxury. What if, what if you're I don't buying, buying, you're buying it from Costco? That's think about fun, too. People getting sm- uh, you know, smashed in their sweatpants. Yeah, but then, what about uh, and this, six months you know what, later you know when what you happened on this it. day when I bought this Rolex? There was a lady smashed by a pallet, <laughs> and I bought that big sack of shrimp. What so if that's you what had I think a receipt? What if you had watch. one receipt, one paper receipt that had a sack of shrimp and a Daytona on it next to each other? You're not going to find a Daytona. For a we'll total. frame that. Yes, they had a Daytona in there. Come on, why did you buy it? This was. I mean, I haven't been there like two years, but there I saw a Daytona. Come in there. on, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm it going was to two tone. Like it was ugly, but it was it was a Daytona. It, Let's yeah. talk about cars. <laughs> Not Costco. <laughs> Not watches. <laughs> One of our strangers. Unless we move right into Gelson's. <laughs> stranger <Bristol> digression. <laughs> <laughs> we can and then end with Ralph's and what we like about Ralph's. No, what do you what what do you want to review? You're here in the uh, the journalist seat, Matt Farah. Oh me? Yeah, you. What do oh, you want to hear about? I drove. What do you What do you got Gunther for us? this past week? I had twenty. No, no, we've talked Gunther. about Gunther. I drove uh, the Cup car, the new nine nine two yes. Cup car. Yes. Okay. Do tell. Drove it at uh, Brainerd, Minnesota. Went all the way to Brainerd for that. Now, when you say the Cup car, tell everybody this is what the that is. Nine nine two. Porsche Cup car, which is a factory built race car, spec race car, not for the street. Based, sorry, nine nine two GT three based. Yep, uh, it's like a cage. You know, it has it has a wow. race car interior. It has a race pack or a, a, a totally different you know gauge cluster. It has uh, the GT three engine, basically. Uh huh. Um, How did you but, get to drive this car? Uh, Lee Keen and three eleven RS Motorsport invited me out to they drive bought their one. car. They offer a customer racing program, and so uh, I guess uh, having someone like me out there to drive their car uh, gets some eyeballs on it. That's Maybe cool. Maybe they get some gentleman drivers signing up for their racing series. And so, um, you know, it's 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 like 350000 for the car, and mm-hmm. you get a, a spares package as well <laughs> and some type of pit box with telemetry that talks to the car, so an engineer or race crew chief or whatever can watch what the car is doing on the track you know on the screen and you would be racing in their racing series or well there's the 911 cup which is a spec series series that uh it pairs up with some other type of racing i forget what and they have their own series as well but the support wrapped around the car would be lee Keen's operation so there are you a team or an individual can buy the car and race it with some kind of help from Porsche, but you you maintain it and set the car up and and pay to race it for the season, you know, on your own. And it's a it's like a sealed engine, uh, or I don't know if it's sealed, but it's like hundred hours service life on the engine, service interval on the engine, sixty hours service interval on the gearbox, which is a sequential gearbox. Um, it's and it's very uh, user friendly. Um, the buttons are really clear and legible. It's really easy to do things with it. Um, it's really easy to get comfortable and get up to speed in the car. Uh, obviously, it's a crazy fast, um, and the handling is ins- – it's got 305 fronts, yeah. slicks, you know, 12-inch front wheels, 13-inch rear wheels, so it's really lots of tire, lots of aero. Lee took turn one at Brainerd flat at 170 miles an hour, flat in sixth gear. 
I didn't have the balls to do that, obviously, because yeah, yeah. borrowed race car. Um, but it was he showed me that it could be done. So he's going to race in the series. He is currently racing. He is. Yeah. Okay. So in his situation, there's a customer who owns the car, pays 311 RS Motorsport to, to support and get the car to the races. Yep. And then pays Lee to come drive that car and put it wow, on podium. That's a good gig. And in and they race in sprint races where Lee drives the car. They race in endurance races where the owner is a gentleman driver and partners with Lee. And they've had like multiple podiums this season. He's very fast. They're beautiful. Is there a prize money? Is there a purse? I there is some kind of purse. It's nothing compared to the cost of racing. But right. there is do some rem- kind of purse. Do you purse. remember when we had that Brumos car out, the four O yeah. with the broomstick shifter? Do you remember the broomstick shifter? Was it a sequential? Yeah. Yeah, awesome, right? As big as a broom. No, I hated it. Oh, you did? I kept going, what? why aren't there paddles on this? I don't understand. What is the point of this? The why? new uh, Gearbox sequentials is, is just paddles. Yeah, and the it's great, right? Car. Yeah, it is. I, I think, though, when you have like a 997 with the sequential installed yeah, in it, yeah. I think it's its own kind of fun. But Definitely. if I'm racing... It is, but it's weird yeah. that they just didn't throw in the paddles, you know? Well... It probably wasn't an actual. The pulling and the pushing. Yeah. It's like, why am I doing this? In that case, <laughs> it be, yeah, good? that was pre-paddles. But yeah. yeah, yeah, now it's just paddles. Right. So there's a clutch pedal, which you have to use to get the car going, mm-hmm. just from zero to two. Right. And then after that, no clutch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No They're amazing cars. We've talked about that from time to time, Zuckerman, yep. Yep. about going in on a cup car, and then we can never we 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 gamed it out and played it for, and realized we'll we'll be at the track. What once. I really yeah. want to do, it, it, always the intention is to get the cup car and put it on the road and go up PCH. <laughs> That's what I want to do with the cup car. You know, when you well, get you can the, turn uh, a GT3 effectively into a cup car <clears throat> I would to the point turn, where nobody would know the difference. Well, I would want to turn a cup car you know, just. Pretend it's street legal. I yeah, I have a chances. friend in Dubai that put a, puts a tag on one and drives on the street. Yeah, but that's Dubai. It's right? Dubai. I, yeah, you, right. could, you can never do it in America. It's this is Dubai. Yeah, you no can. Rules. You wait for the pank <laughs> diagnosis, and then you have a two week ticking clock. And wait, you go. For what you wait for the what? The pank. What's the pank? Pancreatic cancer. You gotta get the pank. Just get the fuckets and drive yeah, a you yeah, smoke and you crack just and drive it. and drive a cup car. We all fear the pank, but we also embrace the pank as our eventual end. Really? That that you'll get the pank. What, you think you're going out in your sleep? <laughs> I might. The new, the new doc, the Doctor B's replacement, just diagnosed me with, with mild apnea. I might have to get the fucking ah, machine. Well, welcome well, to the no, club. Yeah, well, that's you know, when you were thick-necked Jew Look. like you and I are, you're going to get the apneas. <laughs> so I might die in my sleep, but you won't die of pank. That'll just be a stroke. You're going to yeah, stroke, stroke out. Stroke and a heart attack. Cool. Good. Speaking Good of strokes and heart attack, how about Harry's? How about Blue Chew? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about Blue Cheese later. There's some stuff going on. Um, Harry's is a great shave at a fair price, and now you can actually enjoy being out this summer with a clean-shaven look that's sounding more appealing. That's where our friend Harry's comes in. I use Harry's. I've got their soaps. I've got their beautiful shavers. As I've said many times before, their shavers are like Can-Am race cars. They stay stuck to your face. They're Can-Am five. am race cars. Five blades on the face instead of three sharp German engineered blades at a low price. You can get the trial set at Harry's by going to harrys.com forward slash spike 911. Harry's.com spike 911. 
The Harry's design team has uh, really put a lot of thought into their weighted ergonomic handle with their signature German-engineered blade cartridge. It's a smart, simple razor designed to deliver a close shave all along the contours of your face. I can attest to this. Um, Here's what else I like. 100% satisfaction. Harry stands behind the quality of their blades so much, they offer you 100% money-back guarantee on harrys.com. 100% money-back guarantee. Try it, you guys. If you don't like it, you send it back. And you say, Spike was wrong, give me my money back, they're going to give it to you. Harry's is giving their best offer to the Spike's Car Radio listeners, except for Zuckerman. New Harry's customers can redeem a starter set. You get a five-blade razor, a weighted handle, foaming gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blades when you're on the go. I've used it. That's a $13 value for just $3. There's truly never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com forward slash spike 911, harrys.com forward slash spike 911 to try Harry's today. Another one of our favorite sponsors that keep uh, buying the show and uh, keep us us in business. money. These people, we got great sponsors right now. They just—they're buying up the shows for the rest of the year, and they love us, and we love them. And try I like them their out. Razors. I use yeah. Harry's razors. Um, Zuckerman. Yeah. Why don't we do some? Uh, let me find my phone. Real letters. You want to do some real letters from Zuckerman? Why not? <laughs> Dear Zuckerman. <clears throat> Dear Zuckermans. That's right. Not real letters from Zuckerman. I'm confusing half a dozen different things. I think I have one in here. Oh, here's one. Okay. This was sent in by a listener, and I apologize. I don't remember who it was. Um, Again, these are Dear Zuckerman letters. People writing uh, other people like Abby and other (laughs) various entities for advice, and us taking those letters and having them answered by Zuckerman. Dear Zuckerman, as a grand gesture of appreciation, I bought my parents, my mom, and stepdad a classic car. I've wanted to do for some time, but this past Christmas was a good opportunity after doing so well on yet last year's investments. <laughs> Swiggins. Oh, yes. Swiggins. I took a shellacking capital gains. Not last year. <laughs> We're buying mom and dad a classic car. And not having the typical group gift with the siblings, I did make it a conditional gift in the sense I requested it be willed back to me upon their passing. <laughs> Merry Christmas. When you die, I want it back. It's okay, like Donnie Brown. I give you this money, and hey, lend me that money There's back. more. There's more. I made sure to buy a good condition classic instead of a junkyard model they would be required to fully restore. After a few months, I found out a discussion had occurred without me between my brother and my stepdad. They had decided that anything invested in the car by my parents would need to be compensated by me at the time of inheritance. Are you following? Yes. Yeah. I spent... Uh, More on a nicer model that wouldn't need much work. Therefore, I have much more invested. My parents have already put money into an engine rebuild (laughs) and a high-end paintwork. Well, then, what What kind of fucking gift is this? (laughs) Hold on. My problem is the discussion that occurred unbeknownst to me that I would eventually pay off their investment. My parents are known uh, to not have much in savings they are known, really, and they spend their money, uh, their their money paycheck to paycheck. So the general inheritance will be minimal. Do you see this as fair, Zuckerman? I see you as a fucking asshole. <laughs> You're just a fucking asshole. Your parents live paycheck check to paycheck, and you give them a heap that requires an engine rebuild and a paint job, and somehow they've got to keep your investment, your investment. 
That's not a gift. That's not a favor. It's the worst gift ever. I, I mean, it's like worthy. You should have just included a sick puppy uh, with worms and cancer. I, I just don't understand that he thinks he gave a gift. This is no gift. When you die. Okay, when you open this, when you die, I want it back. Okay, Merry Christmas. Okay, when you die, you can have <clears> it back, but I'm going to take everything that we put into it, keep it going out of your inheritance. Right. And They're known and for not having money, but they needed to put a high-quality paint job and an engine rebuild. I didn't get them junk. What did you exactly get them? If that's not junk, if that's not junk, I don't know what junk is. Yeah. The alternative was literally some kind of junkyard model. Why didn't you just give them some fucking money then? They don't have money. They live paycheck to paycheck. You did well in your investments because the world's a miserable place. Zuckerman's infuriated by this. Just give him some fucking money and let him be. And All now right. you're injured by it. Somehow he, he, he turns it around to be injured. I hate this guy. Somehow he's, am I the asshole? Yeah. <laughs> Big gaping Asshole. <laughs> what? Please, I apologize, children. Don't listen to Zuckerman. Okay, letter number two. Dear Zuckerman. Oh, my. A friend of mine was recently diagnosed with ovarian cancer. The problem, she hasn't told me about it. I overheard her husband talking about it. Her illness was discovered during a routine medical test. She was having a hard time getting pregnant, which she also didn't tell me. I thought we were close, but I guess we're not. Her decision to exclude me from these issues in her life hurts me and puts me in an awkward situation. What can I say if I'm not supposed to know about these big challenges she's facing? I'm not sure how to handle this. Advice, please, Zuckerman? Do, do your sick friend a favor and just disappear. Nobody needs you in their life. This is somehow you've turned your friend's cancer and fertility problems into an injury to you. <clears throat> you don't know how to help her. Clearly, she doesn't want your help. She doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't want to hear from you because you're an icky, icky person. How do you think her friend who can have a baby and has ovarian cancer feels when she opens up the New York Times and sees this letter? And knows, That's got to be about me. Yeah, that's the, gotta yeah. be about me. I thought my day was ruined, but now I'm in the New York Times. That's what this woman has done, and now I'm on Spike's Car Radio. I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt. <laughs> I'm so hurt that you you didn't tell me about your cancer, and now you with the cancer have to comfort me and my hurt feelings. What is wrong with her? Everything. <laughs> Simply right, whatever. Whatever. These can't what? be real people. I mean, that's a real New York Times. Letter. I know they're. I know, but <clears throat> it's got to be written by some intern. Who's no, just, like, it's not. Come up with the, the craziest stuff that. Like, Look, no there's human. all, and we've had it happen. It, there's all sorts of cancer uh, collateral damage when people get cancer. Lots of crazy. You know, families are blown apart, yeah. and and it's difficult. So that part piece of it, I totally believe. What I don't believe is writing it. <laughs> To the New York Times, because I really don't know what to do. I can't believe you didn't tell me you have to, You can't get pregnant and you got cancer. I want to help you. Can Let you imagine help from that oh person? God, Can you imagine worst. that person's idea of helping you? Yeah, it's, Get away from me. <laughs> it's so clear why that you don't know about this problem. Yeah. It's, it's so clear to all of us. You're the problem. You're you the problem. You gave her the cancer. She That's, has three problems. <laughs> you. You are one of the three. <laughs> you gave her the cancer. Okay, not in my airspace. Dear Zuckerman, our neighbor rents an apartment in his home to a young couple. They smoke on their front stoop all day. It's three feet from our front windows and porch, and we smell it. We ask them nicely. This is a very common problem, by the way, in apartments. We ask them nicely to move further away, but they quickly return to the stoop. 
So we keep our windows closed and stopped using our porch. Our salvation was our small backyard. But now the owner's adult daughter moved back home and smokes in the backyard. (laughs) Even though they have a big yard, they keep the ashtray very close to our property line. When we kindly asked the owner to move it, he became aggressive. Do we have to live in a sealed home? You should move. (laughs) This is the problem with apartment life, my friends. When you live in close proximity to people, you will have to deal with people. It is a house. I know. Well, there he said. These are two houses. This is an apartment in a home next to another home. Yeah, well, okay. The demographics of this neighborhood are bad. Meanwhile, you know, we're sitting here getting smoked out. I have you people. I'm getting smoked out. Life is not smoking tonight. Some other people are. Back when I used to smoke cigarettes, because I used to smoke cigarettes, and I would go to my then-girlfriend, now-wife's apartment complex, and I would go outside to smoke. Yes. Right? And I would go what I thought was pretty far from the apartment complex. I would go all the way down onto the sidewalk on the street. Yes. It was about 50 feet from the... There was a nice big front yard. And I had someone once come out at like 7 o'clock in the morning and scream at me. Right, right. For... Smoking on the it's street gross. and saying it was going into their apartment and, and the, their baby and this and that. And, and that's a good point because I was a smoker for many years, too. And I thought being a few feet away from you, I was giving you very, I was being very considerate. I yeah. couldn't smell cigarettes on anybody. I was filthy. I wasn't a dick about it. I yeah. was like, OK. And I walked further up the street. But I, I in my head, I was like, oh, fuck a filthy, out. disgusting. But Tuckerman, I feel I feel like you dropped the ball on that last letter. Please tell me. These idiots are smoking next. This guy is looking for a one of those genius Zuckerman solutions to this issue. You want to know? We all know they can move. They're not moving. If you were Zuckerman, if this was happening to you and you had exhausted all uh, possible uh, uh, remedies and had to go into your Zuckerman, Zuckerman toolbox, what would you do? There's a couple of ways to handle it. One, we could handle it like your old man fats. And he would have been throwing dog shit uh, into their yard and wiping it on their door handles. Yes. We know that. That this would have been some sort of asymmetric warfare. He would have left IEDs. And, you know, and, and he would have done things like that. And there is a certain amount of yes. pleasure in that. And I suppo- but there's escalation there. There's escalation. Do you have any other suggestions? I do have other like- suggestions. Sometimes, you, sometimes, like the other day... I had a guy, he was really on the skids, and he decided that he was going to kind of lay down and, and babble and smoke in front of my office. Yes. And I said, I walked out there, and I said, I'm going to give you $20. Go lay in front of the, in front of the O'Gara sign <laughs> over there. <laughs> and, and I said, I'm out in front of O'Gara. And he took oh, the money so, and he left. And he took the money and he left. So sometimes you have to maybe just give him a six-pack and say, or go to the bar, go down the street. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you think paying them or throwing dog shit? That's that's what you do. know. You know, these people, smokers, smokers are difficult. Smokers, and as they are a shrinking minority, I really don't have an answer for this because as a shrinking minority, they're extremely hostile. They feel they can't smoke indoors. They can't smoke anywhere. They're in their home. I really wouldn't know how to deal with this other than it seems to be an intractable problem. Yeah, unless you you hire some people to go beat their asses. That's what I was hoping you would get to. This is a problem you know, you for could the Hungarians. You start a fire with a cigarette. There are people that you have go knock on the door, and just their very Fixers. presence. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch that cigarette so far down your mouth, it'll come out your ass. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, speaking about cigarettes coming out the ass, collectedcars.com. <laughs> We love CollectingCars.com. I know you guys love them, too. I'm getting a lot of DMs about it. Um, collecting Cars, uh, now over 500 sold uh, in two years. This week, uh, they're talking about five left-hand drive Porsches, one from the 60s, one from the 70s, one from the 80s, one from the 90s, and the 2000s. Um, they're just selling cars like crazy, so go to CollectingCars.com. You're going to see some cool stuff there. Oh, these are all sold. Look, they, they, we're reporting sold cars. All right, this is what we do with sold cars. You guys can guess what they sell for. Uh, sold in the Netherlands, a 2004 Porsche Carrera GT X Jensen button car. $1.3 million. Oh, my God, you're so high. 970000 Pounds or dollars? Dollars. Or euros. Really? Sold in Sweden. If it's euros, I was right 1990 on. Porsche 911 reimagined by Singer. The Brooklyn Commission, $910,000. Sold in the UK, a 1987 Porsche 911 930 Turbo. Ooh, $110,000. That's a nice deal. Black, black. Sucker. Depends on the mileage. Uh, sold in Australia, a 1970 Porsche 911 E 2.2 Targa. Great car. $60,000. Irish green, black vinyl. And oh, then uh, well a 65 Porsche 911 20, 65 911 sold in Germany. Slate gray. Want to nice. guess that number? Nice. What do you think? Slate gray 911, 1965? Mm, it depends if it's a true 65 or not. Could I don't have two, condition. 300 grand. 220. Yeah. Right there. Look at that. Uh, CollectedCars.com, they've got auctions uh, right now, all week long. They've got amazing cars, a lot of great Porsches. Um, if you're going to sell your Porsche, why sell your Porsche anywhere else? Because it's uh, no ordinary auction, no ordinary cars. And you get to list for free. Oh, yeah? And you've got a global audience. Global, global audience. Right then. Well, there you have it, gentlemen. What a beautiful Friday night, Ferrisin. This Here is we great. are. Your house, July rules. 30th. Yep. Do you have the lights dim though? I I feel like I couldn't read. Oh, it's I, usually it's brighter out here, isn't it? I dim these because I've been in bright lights all day, and I I didn't want to be, you know, in the bright light. You love bright lights, Ferrisin. Well, I like to be able to read uh, without my reading okay, glasses. Grandpa. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yes, I do. I mean, I'm it. not. This isn't a date. I'm not. You know, this is just us hanging this out. My, this is my Friday. This is as social as I get, man. Before you go, hey, did you drive that Safari car, that Safari 911 deal? Isn't there some Safari build thing you were going to drive? I drove the Baja 911, yeah, yeah, which is that... T.J. Russell's crazy thing that inspired the Singer one. Because T.J. was a contractor for Singer, doing a lot of fab work for them wow. for the last nine years. He presented them with this Baja 911 concept. They said, eh, we're not really interested, you know, but you go build it. Uh-huh. He went and built one drummed up some interest and then singer built something remarkably similar looking um, huh. but this thing is basically like somewhere between a 911 and a trophy truck you know, it's, it's beautiful got, yeah yeah the wheelbase is changed it's great it's widened by 14 inches yeah. no way it has 12 inches of suspension it's travel. really cool Look up you've the seen Baja it you've 911 seen it. on instagram that's amazing. amazing that's a work of engineering dude and it's so it's got and a, you drove it I drove it off-road. I drove it on in the desert. I drove it in washes and, and whoops. Y- amazing. As good as it looks. Washes right. and whoops? What's exact, a whoop? Like, like the, 
the whoops. You know, the, like with a trophy the trophy truck. I, 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 I certainly he wish know that you just skate there. over the top. Eighty yeah. miles an hour, flat in third. You just skate right over the top of it. Wow, unbelievable. Wow, so smooth. I jumped it. I like. I that. mean, it was yeah. great, and it really accentuates. You know, the weight transfer, so you can lean into it and huck it, and and the fit and finish was very good. Everybody should buy one. Of these. What do they was, cost? Around five fifty, six hundred. They're very. And what is the donor car? A nine six four cab, a cabriolet of all cars. So that's because, a hard car to find. Uh, not yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, but they're cheaper than the coupes. So and also he, you know, it helps him build and fabricate the cage right. from above. Um, and he has this unique Venturi tunnel on the rear window that directs oil onto or air onto a massive oil cooler in the back end. Wow. And he uses a gearbox from a 996 Turbo, so six-speed gearbox. Um, I drove it in rear-drive mode, but it could be 4x4, four four, four-wheel drive also. Um, it has the same electric power steering system that the Gunther uses, the Motorsport one. Um, and it's just crazy. I mean, you just sail over stuff. It just floats right up yeah, above it's stuff. it's a cool feeling. And it's, it's amazingly well-built and fun, and all the things that we like about safari and off-road and rally Porsches are really taken to a yeah, very, yeah. very far level with this thing. Wow. So I have a video coming with it soon. It's crazy. Cool. Yeah, it's crazy. And TJ, uh, it's, it's called uh, Russell Built is his company. He's coming out with, because he knows not everybody has 500 grand to spend on one of these things. He's coming out with a kit that's a safari kit in a crate for a 993. Uh, or a 993, or possibly, or 964. I can't. I, I I can't remember if it's which it is. I think it's. I think it's a 993, but it might be 964. And I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it's it's got the flares, the suspension, the da, 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 like a bunch of stuff, and it's like I don't know, twenty five or thirty thousand bucks, and you're gonna get it in a crate, and your a shop locally could install it on your car, wow. which will be cool. Yeah. But this this Baja 911 is just. It's like. All he, according to TJ, and I had to take his word for it. I, I can't possibly research this, but according to TJ, all you would have to do is weld lower door bars onto the cage, and you could drive straight up to Tech in Baja and Tech it and run it. And that's it. It's so sick. It's the best. I would imagine it's not hard to get anything into Baja, right? Well, can, I mean the cage. <laughs> I can come up on a unicycle. No, I mean the the cage and then bribe is somebody and then pretty much get in it. Could, yeah. Couldn't you? It has full safety systems and stuff. It's that crazy. race is nuts. Oh, yeah, crazy. Nuts. But this thing, I mean, it was really comfy. The leather's nice. The seats are good. You could you could drive this thing at 80 miles an hour down dirt roads all day, and it yeah, would be yeah, very yeah. comfortable. No, it looks like that. Yeah, it was great. I think it's a neat deal. Yeah, really neat. What do you so, think, sir? Video coming soon. You're going to get one? I like the idea of it. Nope, I have an original Myers Manx, and that's what we should do. Does we, it work? We, yeah, it does work. It works. I just haven't. I've been meaning to get it down to my house in Mexico. Oh right, and and have it down there in the garage. How are Those you going to do that? Are you going to drive it down I'll there? I'll put you... it on a truck. I'll get one of my nephews yeah, yeah. to take it down, and uh, and it would be fantastic down there. It's like a little ice cream cup with wheels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you could drive that to Mexico. I mean, you could, but that'd you be could, hard. But it'd be a on. long it drive. Be, it would take five years off your Didn't life. Didn't they rebrand the Myers-Manx? Isn't there a new guy out there someone, selling new ones? Someone Supposedly. just bought the rights and they're going to try and build and sell them, yeah. I don't. I think beyond try, I think they're already out well, there are, making yeah, them. Sure. Yeah, and I, th I, th I think they're electric. Are oh. they electric? You could probably get an electric one. Yeah, There's I don't certainly know. plenty of conversions for kind bugs of interested and in that. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's about 50k convert to electric. It's Pennies. expensive. 
Nothing. Oh, it's it's very very expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive. Yes. I've had a lot of people ask. I've had a bunch of my customers ask about converting their old cars to EVs, Fiat 500s, and little shit like that. I think that a 914 would be a good yeah. car to convert. You seen that guy uh, around with the 912 that's no. been converted? Silver 912? No, it's no, no. stick. It's electric and it's stick. It's cool. An electric stick. Are. Yeah, it's neat. Oh, you can buy the kit. Uh-huh. I don't think you can do it buy... In your own, do it in your own backyard. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. of those things never to get done. Right. More smiles per mile. Bucky I mean, it parts. seems like a good idea. I drove a Myers-Manx. It was very, very fun. It was way more fun to me than most Beatles. Of so, although your police beetle was the best beetle I've ever driven by yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's great, right? Well, it was built, built 20 years later than most of them do. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a Mexican beetle yeah. by way of Germany. And then yeah. I think it broke down after that. But we <laughs> fixed it something a little. Oh, no, it was just leaking hella oil out of the, the boots or something. I don't yeah. know. It's a big fat puddle. Um, well, I got to get home to my wife soon. Is that our show? That's our show. Have more? We're done. We're done. All right. What's we're that? calling it done. We're done. You're this going on vacation. Show. You're headed yep. down to Mexico. Yeah, but I can call in from Mexico for a show. All I would right. love to do that. I'm I'll, taking I'll the staycation next week. I'm not working a single day next Bullshit. week. Bullshit. That's never going to happen. I'm trying. I'm going to see how long happen. I can How much you want to bet? I'm booked myself with a bunch of recreational shit. You okay. So Are you going to tell me that you're not even going to call in, check in? No, no. Better? That's not true. But I have no planned meetings. I have no planned test drives. I have no planned podcasts. It's a smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. I need it. I'm tired. I did a lot last two No, I get it. So anyway, see you on Sunday. Yeah, we're going to be out at the uh, Malibu Kitchen on Sunday, uh, uh, the unofficial car show, the unorganized car show, the un- unlead with no president. Uh, it starts at 10 now, right? <laughs> That's, they open a lot at 10. Okay, it starts at 10. That's what I hear. Someone and then maybe me. it'll start at 8 again in a couple of weeks. But right now, if you want to see it, it starts at 10. And our sponsor, Blue Chew, will be there handing out samples to everybody. Here, really? Be oh, awesome. absolutely. Blue Chew. Here, okay, here's what I offered Blue Chew. I, <laughs> I sent them via Audio Boom, our hosting uh, platform in London, has sent them an offer. We sent them an offer that you and I and whoever's hosting with us, Matt Farah, Johnny Lieberman, or Jerry, will all chew... Blue Chew for an episode. Yeah. I give everyone a minute-by-minute minute description of yes. how it's affecting us. We don't even want... I Whoa. said... Oh, jeez. <laughs> moth just went on sucker with his a horrible green bug. Look at the Blue Chew bug attacked you. It's the Blue Chew fairy. I said, I don't even want money. I just want them to say, we, we're coming back. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But I think we're too far gone, Zuckerman. I think oh, we're no. too far gone. And I know the listeners have been kind of fighting back on the Blue Chew sites and, the, and saying, what the hell's going on? And, and you can keep that up. That's fine. <laughs> it's too bad. When you talk about your balls, they pay. They do. The money's good in Well, balls. this is a, a chewing gum that, that helps you with erectile dysfunction. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Saying, so you're while you're eating your, your steak, nuts, the rates are good. So you're your out gum. on a date, and your girlfriend is going, why are you eating gum right now? And you're like, I can't tell you that. <laughs> Why are you chewing gum between every course? Never mind. <laughs> but come on, let's finish up. Um, anyway, right. they're not our sponsors, so. So don't use it. So don't. But we'll see. Maybe. Hopeful. Fingers crossed. We want them um, back. Yeah, we want them back. Anyway, that's all the show we have for you. If you want to chat with me, come to Instagram. Say hi. Zuckerman responds. Matt Fair. We all respond on Instagram. Uh, we'll see you there, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. 
Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 